0: welcome back fellow travelers i'm uh, dj Nettie p over here talking about adventure time and my name is russell tindall you're not russell tindall i'm not russell tindall poor rusty boy has a run-in with the virus. He doesn't have it, but he's been exposed this week, so it's a little bit of a bummer, man.
1: Yeah, it was uh, sad to see that text. It was just a couple hours ago, right before we started recording, and I had to get all my notes ready, but I'm going <laughs> to rip off some of his and not give him any credit.
0: I know, man. Well, I'm pumped. It's <laughs> the second time you've been on the show. Uh We did... what Which one was the one last season? It was a Gut Grinder episode we had with you, right? Um They.
1: Yeah, gut yes, grinder. Yeah, yeah cuz we are going
0: through those little like villages of people and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if I got a much better episode this time, but
0: it was okay, maybe. Uh, yeah, well, okay. So to this week we are talking about Crystals have power and it is the return of tree trunks, which yes. I think honestly it needed to happen in season 2 for sure. You know what I mean? Mhm.
1: And I, I there's a lot of I want to talk about that specific crystal at the end cuz I've got my own sort of theoretical thing about Ooh, it but bringing in the
0: segments over here
1: Mike. maybe i don't want to call it a, a segment i don't know if i'm worthy of that but i'm going to bring up russell's theoretically speaking later okay. for sure good yes.
0: good because I, I know yeah the the crystal at the end kind of i was like okay that's interesting that it just came out and opened a portal so i was like okay it's that's a little interesting but we'll get to it we'll get to that e- yes for sure. exactly
1: that's exactly kind of where my head was at with that
0: well i mean so the the interesting thing when i started this episode out Was that like Finn's been left a crystal on his doorstep and it's, he doesn't know where it's come from. It's got uh, some lipstick on it and he's Googling, Googling on his little like hollow computer whatever. I don't know what that is, Mm -hmm. but I was just surprised. I was like, okay, so we haven't even thought about tree trunks since season one. They gave no explanation why she exploded when she ate the apple out of the tree in the in the crystal for the dark force whatever it was, and I was like, okay, so like, you, did you just think tree trunks was dead and that's it, and we just never cried or talked about it again? That, I,
1: I, I, exactly, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, there's moments of silly surrounding a serious moment, which is a the theme in this show. They just kind of they're they're joking, tough man contest, like blah 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 blah. We're laughing. Oh. You remember when tree trunks exploded in the forest, and <laughs> Finn was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that."
0: And you then remember when going, we helped murder an old lady, <laughs> cute little elephant lady.
1: Yeah, like, it, it, it's a crazy. Uh, I call it the the Ted Lasso effect. Have you seen that show? How it? I haven't
0: watched it yet. We haven't like chilled oh. out for the the free Apple TV or whatever. Yeah. But is it like what like? You're taking serious concepts and masking it in this.
1: That no, I was more so taking he has a he has a saying, he's like, be a goldfish. Um forget about your mistake. He's a he's a coach. So he's mm-hmm. like, if you do something bad, I need you to be a goldfish. I need you to just get back in it and forget that you did that. In this scenario, it's like, well, they kind of tend to just forget what happened eight seconds ago, no matter how devastating it was. And they can just like high-five and go get. You know, apple pie, right. yeah. if they want to. Um, you got to watch Ted Lasso if you I haven't. I do,
0: I know. It's yeah. been, it's like when there was a 15,000 people who did Halloween costumes of it <laughs> this year, I was like, okay, this is obviously trendy enough to where I need to at least do it for like pop culture reference sake at this point.
1: Yeah. It's quality TV, that's all I'll say. Good quality TV.
0: So is Adventure Times.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that's, <laughs> we wouldn't have be 38 episodes in
0: if it wasn't. I know, I know, this, I would, is this thirty? Wait, hold on. Wait, this oh. is thirty six? I, I think? could be totally wrong. Yeah, right. It think, is thirty six. That's I think my we're on episode thirty six. I should. Know so that. don't worry, you 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 haven't missed any episodes or anything <laughs> like that. But so I mean, we start off. They do that. And then Jake's like, obviously, Mister Distraction. I just want to have tough guy competition. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there was three rounds, and I was like, they don't compare well.
1: You know what I mean? No.
0: Um, Jake
1: is either. I said something about this, but, like, he he tries either too hard or not hard enough. Yeah. Jake, in this whole episode, it's is on this pendulum yeah. of, like, I'm either going to be too soft or too aggressive. Or, like, you know, Finn's going to break a stick. I'm going to break a couch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, my Jake mistake was very small and specific, if Ooh. we're going to go there already. Let's get to the Jake
0: mistake. Make it big and pancakes.
1: They were doing the... the Well, he titty-twistered Finn after... Finn pulled his skin, yeah. and as we know, that's like Jake's thing. He could stretch as far as he wants, oh, but it seemed I didn't even to hurt. Think him. Think about that. So, does he let it hurt him, or does he just fake it for Finn, like a dog sometimes? Mm. Just is your emotional support thing? Like it'll be whatever it needs that's to be for int- you. Yeah, because
0: I didn't think of being. You know, I guess when you think about stretchy powers, you mm. don't think, in, unless you're thinking about like Mister Fantastic in like Marvel. But like compression too like he technically could get pinched and like compressing goes along with stretching you know especially because mm-hmm. he, he can shrink he can himself shrink. too Yeah. so I was like okay that's a oh man I didn't think about that because I was like that was the only one I thought was like evenly matched in terms of tough guy like kind of like have you ever gotten like a bee sting or mm-hmm. an Indian like Indian summer oh I can't say that I don't even know what it's called now um, um the rub burn or yeah something, something like that and then but I was like yeah what's I think breaking a couch is significantly tougher. But then I was like, "Oh, So casual about it, too. (laughs) It's such a quick shot. And then then round two was just like pinching a titty twist. And I was like, yeah, that's, I remember, I mean, hey, dude, when when I was in high school, that was kind of like everybody would, would mess with each other. And, like, titty twisters were, like, a big thing. And the noise Finn made was accurate. It very <laughs> accurate. I know, I know for any girl fans out there, I hope that that's never happened to oh, you. Oh, yikes. Yeah. For every boy fan that's out there, I'm pretty sure it's happened through your entire middle school experience. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it just seemed like this, and by the way, this whole episode was kind of a Jake mistake.
0: But Yeah, that, and it I, did pick one. I was gonna. I did that what two episodes ago, and was like, "Oh yeah, Jake's like whole thing. This episode was a mistake." And yeah. we were like, "No, we we can't, we can't do that when mm-hmm. Jake's going through a moral dilemma and just say it's a mistake." My Jake mistake though was like when when Finn is trapped in the crystal ball in the crystal dimension. It's like three guards, right? And He doesn't want to use his violence. He doesn't want to bust these guys up. But that's what like, kind of what you were saying about like the pendulum. Uh, aspect of it, There, there was a middle ground where he, I think he could have grown big, like, snaked his hand into the room and grabbed, like, the entire crystal ball and, like, busted the crystal ball. He wouldn't have to do anything to the crystal guardians except for, like, push him out of the way, which... Or just, like,
1: wrap them up in his infinite.
0: You're right, but in any of like yeah, that kind In yeah. the wrap-up, too, and, like, maybe that was Jake's fear this episode is that any time he uses his powers at all, even, like, accidentally, he might, hum- like, hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe he thought, like, oh, if I wrap them up, maybe they'll, like, crack and, you know, into little, like, dust shards or whatever. Crystal crystal dust.
1: Um, Combining sort of what Russell has said in a couple of his notes and one that I made, like, he didn't he's making up these images of his father obviously and um mm-hmm. uh, i'll get to Russ's, theoretically speaking and has a lot more to do with that later but um he's he's going way too hard just out of the gate and he's got this deep memory where he heard his brother and his dad said it's good to lose control but if he was just taking two extra seconds he would have heard what his dad had to say in his own mind so is jake just making this up? Or is this a real memory where it's hard for him to escape how he was raised?
0: Well, I mean, I think if we take any experience from the past like that, especially when you're younger too, you miss, you miss like context clues, you mm-hmm. know, and you will miss be like, hey, this is what my dad said uh, when I was younger. And if you told your dad that affected you so much and in, into your future, your dad would be like, you you totally missed my point there. You, you grabbed onto one like, part of what I was saying, but you you miss the whole context of the situation. And I think that that happens to all of us. Like, we mm-hmm. take things out of context. Father figures aside, but that, I'm glad you bring up that kind of as our next point, is that we do have, like, multiple aspects of this episode. We had the tough guy competition, and that gets Jake in the mindset, and then we have the crystal dimension, but this weird little, like, middle story about we've learned Jake has a brother. This is the first time Jerome's been mentioned in the show mm-hmm. and I was like I, I had to think like w- did the like writers and storyboard people always have a plan to let Jake have another dog based brother or were they just like ah screw it like we need more con- we, we need some more Jake history and Jake family history and we have we're gonna have Finn family history and I wonder if the writers were like okay give Jake a brother we can get, we can get more episodes out of mm-hmm. that you know
1: It doesn't feel too forced, though, which is nice. None of this show, like, it could be either one, which is is a cool idea about that. Like, you know, there's a lot of things to come in this show. And I because I've seen more, I thought the crystal part of Jake was going to, because I've got them all out of order in my head, I thought this was going to be another significant moment in Jake's transformation i'm kind of hinting right now without giving spoilers
0: oh oh, no you mean finn's transformation
1: yes yeah sorry you said jake's transformation sorry oh sorry finn's transformation for all our
0: viewers out there that are adventure time fans like the first thing that becomes a crystal on finn's arm uh is his arm Mm -hmm. and that's yeah you were like oh is it they don't get to that later on in the show how that's kind of a running archetype of finn and all of his past Finnisms, mm-hmm. quote unquote. So I, I won't even spoil that for pe- people who are like watching through the show right now.
1: And I was getting confused though, and without spoiling, just I was like, wow, if that's how this happens, Jake
0: is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but also, okay, to another point from the episode, would Finn as a crystal man. And not really, like, losing any, like, mentality. Like, he still was Finn. He just was made of crystals now. I think he could have been a great functioning crystal Finn.
1: Hmm. He was pretty stiff. But what are the pros and cons of being crystal?
0: Yeah, I mean, the fact that he wouldn't be, like, human anymore. Mm. You know, that would be one thing. And I Because he's, like, the only human he knows. But at the same time, I'm like... He's all about adventuring. He wants to go out and save princesses, go out and beat bad guys. And I was like, kind of being, and I, I I don't know. I don't know if these crystals are in this dimension are like crystal vases and crystal glasses, where if they drop on the floor, they break, or if this is like hardcore diamond-cut crystal fin, you know? Mm-hmm. And so diamond cut crystal fin would be like epic man i wanted to, actually i had a factoid here lay it on me yes um because i wanted to do it when we were talking about crystal and crystal Finn specifically but um they lay it on me. they uh, this was in the title card which was really cool it, it gave reference just based on the text in the title card that it was a design from the 1980s marvel comics the, so- the saga of chrystar crystal warrior and I looked at that online, and I was like, okay, I, I got to see what this is. And literally, like, whoever Chris Star, the Crystal Warrior is, literally looks like all of those Crystal Guardians in Adventure Time. Um, so I was like, I think that they were alluding to this was kind of a superpower type thing, you know? Sorry, that's a that was a mouthful of factoid, but...
1: No, that, that was really cool, because we get into these moments in the show where weird or... Were, like specific words are said and it's hard to know when they have meaning and when they're just um badoozle you know yeah. and when they're just flim flam yeah I- exactly i think that's an important one to notice because she used it as a name and like that's as much deeper than just the surface there's a whole history behind that and mm-hmm. going to like what is this apple crystal, which I'm sure we're going to touch on later yeah. in the episode. That's going to be its whole whole thing. Um, but I think this is a good time to talk about Russell's, theoretically speaking, because we've already sort of touched on it and we not get yeah. too far we, away from yeah, let's, it. Yeah,
0: let's flow into that if it's flowing. Like, yeah. We need to theoretically talk about this episode.
1: So I'm, I'm, I'm going to read what he kind of sent to me uh, in the best paraphrase that I can. To Russell, Jake... Jake's dad is not a good dog. Um, he's kind of a bad dad and a bad dog. He uh, this this ghost is filling in missing information that we don't know about Jake's past or mm-hmm. his brother and all this stuff, like wh- and what his dad said, being like uh, hurt everyone that is evil or um, another paraphrase. I don't have the exact quote in yeah. front of me, and this could all be. Jake trying to reconcile actually killing his brother. So these are fake memories. These are fabricated things that Jake has made up that never really happened. Um, And this is, Russell says, this is him jumping to conclusions without irrefutable evidence. Um, But he's haunted by a memory he had as a kid that could be totally fabricated for his own self-soothing.
0: Interesting. I mean, I, I can't really dispute that now because now we, I was like, oh, it's the first time Jerome's appeared. And I right. kind of already spoiled his theoretically that Jerome is well and alive and a real person. Okay. But yeah, I mean, if you want to take that a step further, you could say maybe Jake had fabricated a fake brother too, like that he'd never even existed, not just he was dead um, in order to make this story make sense or something like that.
1: And I think the important part of, of that, theoretically speaking, is... If it's a memory, why wouldn't Jake just remember um, the that good, the, the good part about it? The good part about yeah. it, and, and his dad saying, you know, hurt everyone that is evil. Well, if that's a memory, that should just be automatic for Jake. But this is something maybe he's having to. Oh, that the last part. Of it, he's
0: stepping in and going. He's fabricating the the second part mm-hmm. of the memory that he was like, oh, you didn't let me finish. It was hurt everything that's evil. Yeah, yeah. I think I honestly do think that that's fabricated. Like, I don't think okay. that that's actually what he said in the past. It was more of a... He had the memory... Because you remember how the memory itself, when we go and, and look into what he did to Jerome and punched him with a boxing glove or something, that that's all, like, showing up as just normal. Mm-hmm. But when he's talking with his dad the second time and he appears, he is ghostly. So it is this projection of... Oh, that's a good point. Jake's subconscious and his subconscious thoughts about his father. So I do think... Yeah, it is probably what Joshua meant. And so I don't think Jake's, like, going too far as to say, like, he's wrong. But it also goes to show that Joshua was, yeah, a bad father. And we always, every time that comes up, man, we have to talk about it because that is an overarching theme of the show mm-hmm. is that the fathers fuck us up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just say it. And it goes, the,
1: the Jake being a dog thing, like, Dogs that our fathers aren't known to hang around their kids. Exactly. You know, we have to keep remembering
0: that Jake is a dog. Yeah. That that the fathers are typically not around puppies. Yeah. Dang. Oh, good. Good. Theoretically speaking, both you and Russell, y'all guys killed it on that one for sure.
1: Thank you. Honestly, that's I I didn't even really think about that until y'all said it a long time ago. But now, when I watch the show. All I'm thinking of yeah. is, is Jake is a dog, like Jake the dog. So everything that like with the emotional support, like he just wants to make Finn happy at moments, even mm-hmm. to a fault. Um, when he plays, sometimes he goes too hard, like we saw in this episode. Yeah. And there's and his relationships and his relationship with his own potential children and his parents, like it's all
0: there is a theme of him. You know, being an animal. Yeah. Well, and it's like so that. great that they are able to humanize the like psychological p- perspective of a dog like that. Oh, you know? yeah. And like, here's what it's like. Yeah, like dogs go too rough, but here's what, like pretty much he is a dog. He's doing all the dogisms, but they seem like peopleisms. For sure. Because a lot of the times, yeah, I would say like I'd, I've got a lesson we'll do in like later in the episode. It kind of gets into more of the psyche behind that and 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 more of like an application and reflection on real life in that regard but man the the last thing i think we need before we take a break Mm -hmm. uh because i kind of want to just cover the episode and the things that happened and stuff like that was like we we get tree trunks back she's massive she's got crystal gem eyes and she's like extra horny it's so weird like if she was a little bit like, is are the crystals bringing out who she truly is? Oh, I've got the best comment on this. You know, Cause, yes, because you were thinking the same thing, oh, right? Same
1: exact thing, in yeah. even broader strokes. Um, I thought so. She's always had a crush on Finn, right? Um, and nothing is inherently evil. It is not bad to have a crush on someone, and she always was sort of innocent about that before the crystal. With the crystal, does it take your desires and? sort of shroud them in this evil context where she was like, I'm going to take you as my lover prisoner instead of just like, I have a crush on you. It's manifesting this desire in an evil way. Whereas without the crystal, she was sweet old innocent, Miss Tree Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, that's a possibility. I would think more, more of a statement that it's kind of like, maybe some people that are tiny and, uh, a little bit helpless like tree trunks or just the fact that we have humanity and we can suppress like desires and stuff like that. But when you get powerful, like people abusing power, that tree trunks, now she got to the crystal dimension, these things were worshiping her and she got in her own head and was kind of like, now I can do whatever I want. Uh, and I can kidnap Finn and turn him into a crystal because like, Who's going to stop me? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think it is. It's like Tree Trunks has got a little bit. And and so it wasn't, I mean, I'm sure the crystals like made her a little bit more evil, but it was it the crystal or was it the power getting to her head? That was like what I was thinking.
1: No, That, that makes a lot of sense. Like it was always there. It was but, always there, mm-hmm.
0: but you can't act on, you know, crazy desires if you don't have
1: I the like means that. to
0: achieve it but when any like that's you know power corrupts absolutely or whatever absolute power corrupts absolutely is what it is oh. and i think that's that's what tree trunks happen i'm not going to i'm not going to chalk it up to evil gyms cuz honestly the gym guys the the crystal guardians they were kind of like chill bros they, they know, were they, they weren't inherently uh, evil either we should pick up with them
1: right after the break yeah, cuz that's a, a great there. great thing to talk about yes yeah. i love it be right back
0: Do you feel like you want a purpose to your life? Do you feel like you've got skin as hard as diamonds? Do you feel like you're ready to get rock hard? Then enlist in the Crystal Guardian Army today. Find us at the nearest Crystal Gym Recruitment Center and sign up for a free Crystal Grenade Bonus. Join today.
1: And welcome back to the podcast, Travelers.
0: I know, dude. That was like, I think, the funnest ad we've done so far. Easily. I had the most fun making that of any ad, for I sure. Know. Plug into Soundstripe for hooking us up with some sweet sounds.
1: Absolutely. Those drums are huge.
0: I know. That actually, you know, real ad here. I'm, they're not paying me except for my salary. I work for Soundstripe. You guys don't know. But uh, yeah, that's what we, we get our all of our music in our little ditties and our any music-based stingers except for the theme song we get from them. They're bomb. Mm, they are. They are bomb. But I thought, man, I thought we just, I'd, I've got some factoids to throw your way. Figured let's we just would talk about it in case it brought up some, some laughs and some conversation. Um, first thing I wanted to say is Urban Dictionary's definition of a crystal girl. Because I was like, Tree Trunks is definitely a crystal girl in this episode, <laughs> right? Like, let's see if she fits the description here. A crystal girl is a girl who carries around crystals everywhere she goes. And usually wears dramatic eyeliner and has dyed hair. Most crystal girls are very spiritual and often try to to make their non spiritual friends buy crystals. They're also very energetic and bring positive energy into your life. I'd say True Trunks kind of fits that description, man.
1: As soon as I see her burn some sage, I'm I'm ninety
0: nine percent there. <laughs> but, you know I mean, <laughs> she's burning sage. She's well she she has her makeup moments. Remember when she's in the dark forest in the first episode. She ha- There was one moment where she starts crying and, like, her eyeliner's running. So she definitely wears heavy makeup. I don't think she has hair that she could dye, but she is a yellow elephant. And she is trying to make Finn, a non-crystallite, a crystal. So that's kind of like the bringing your friends in. And she brings positive energy into people's life whenever she's not demonically... Uh, you know, possessed by crystal apples. <laughs> Never mind. I'm 100%. That was, that's all I needed to hear. I know. I was like, that I was, just, I wanted to find that and be like, how is tree trunks like a crystal girl? So apologies incredible. to anybody out there that is a crystal person, but you, you, we, you couldn't blame us for wanting to at least make that connection in this episode. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. Exactly. Uh, a couple other fun facts, a little less like on my own tangent. Uh, so Joshua is confirmed to be dead. In this episode, they had talked about Jake's dad in previous episodes, had never really talked about where he was, was he just distant? But they did confirm that in this one. Um, And this is the first episode uh, to be storyboarded by Jesse Moynihan. I hope I'm saying that, Moynihan. Um, I just thought that was interesting. I saw some interesting animations in this episode. So I was like, okay, this is probably the same animators, but storyline was a little bit different. I could, maybe he wrote some of Jake's, like, shapes into this episode some of the i think it's morninghand
1: just because of
0: a rick and morty episode they they shout this show out
1: all the time and it's an interdimensional cable and they're like yeah
0: uh i'm blanking on the first name but something morninghand oh maybe it is him then because then i i didn't dig deep because i was like oh if we just see that name again on whose storyboarded episodes we'll point back to this it's his first episode so i didn't dig into maybe so let's check that like Fact check that, us on that. And cool. we'll go dig into some Rick and Morty stuff too, which and, will be really cool.
1: And, and Travelers, please always be be fact checking us. We yeah, would love to please. be proven wrong. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Yeah. We, yeah,
0: We'll Always correct us. We, we had somebody correct us on a few things and we brought it up. And uh, yeah, it made the content really better, honestly. Makes us better Adventure Time stewards of the story. Uh, two more. Um, Jake tries to intimidate the Crystal Guardians when he is using his, like, controlled attacks, but he changes his size in his voice to look like Fezzik from The Princess Bride when he's, like, <laughs> trying to intimidate the guards and is like, hitting you with controlled punches. I can't do the voice. Um, and then lastly, the little ditty that Jake sings about control is the same melody as the classic song, Hey Ho, Nobody Home which I had to YouTube. I, like, I'd like never... heard, But apparently, it's kind of like this nursery rhyme thing. So, that's already hitting you with the facts that episode, man. I love your facts, Ned. <laughs> They're always so insightful. Insightful and and at least a little fun. I, I wish... I want to get to some crazy episode that's got some fact that was like, did you know the studio burned down when they made this episode? Like, I don't know. I need some crazy ones, too. Um.
1: So, let's talk about Lovelies because I just... The whole episode had a hard time coming up with one and then both you and Russell separately agreed on a lovely and now I feel ridiculous that I'm like of course that's exactly yeah, what Yeah, they used were staring you right
0: in the face the yeah. whole time. The Crystal Guardians. Give, give, give me some sugar baby.
1: Just doing their thing man and they <laughs> love tree trunks.
0: They're not aggressive,
1: they're just like
0: yeah, doing like, their thing. One of them's like, "Man, I got to go take a major crystal donk, man." <laughs> he was like, "You're disgusting." Um Russell compared them to stormtroopers. Yeah, kind of yeah, cuz they kind of seem goofy, kind of seem mm-hmm. like a little bit off, kind of seem like they're doing their job, but if anything were to inconvenience them, they'd probably be like, yeah, I did my best." You know. That's why I was like, it's the funniest, you know, opponent that Jake's faces is that he could easily beat these guys up, and I don't mm-hmm. think that they would really care very much, but he chooses not to. Yeah, they didn't really, like, I wonder what it would take for them to actually fight back because
1: if they were, like, malicious bad guys, they would have just started hitting Jake, but they were just kind of following orders. They weren't doing anything more or anything
0: less than what they were told to do. Yeah, they or they would have, like, captured Jake and tried to just turn him into a crystal too. But they yeah. were like, just just go away, bro. I don't know. That thought that was really funny. I, I wanted to see if you noticed this one thing, and I had a really great kind of my. It's not a theoretically speaking, but it's kind of a. Here's what I interpreted. Maybe the writers were doing to a certain degree is that when Jake decides that he's going to be passive from now on, he's not going to be like violent tendency. Jake, did you notice that the animation like of Jake changed? Like he he wasn't his normal shape for like that whole time. So through the episode, he was like squanched a little bit and then he rolls up like a burrito shape. And then he's like he just looks he's small. He he's he's, you know, in internally and
1: you know, just emotionally small. I, I had a lot of like reach outs to reach outs, it's kind of the wrong thing of what I'm trying to say. I had a lot of comparisons to therapy with this episode. Just okay. like, um, if only therapy worked like how Jake worked through his own um like, he, like a he, trial and yeah, error he, he type thing. He went through three. his own, quote, trauma when he hurt Jake. I mean, when he hurt Finn. Of course, Finn was the one who was actually hurt. But but Jake lost a little bit of his identity when he hurt Finn. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, I'm i am not going to lose control anymore. Like, I'm just going to be controlled. But he just swung, we talked about that pendulum, back the other way. And You know, Finn came up and he's like, you look like a wuss. Because he was like a little potato there for a second. I yeah. I, I didn't... Pay too much attention to his body language, except for the fact like I I noted it. Yeah. Um. But I just was like, obviously he's not ready for action right now. He is. He's held back. He's reserved. He's not in a fighting stance. He's just kind of little squishy, Jake.
0: Well, the funny thing, I mean, like, is normal Jake is normal Jake looking when he's doing anything. When he is eating ice cream. When he's making everything burrito. And I thought it was just so funny that the whole time that he is suppressing an emotion, it takes a physical toll on him, which I was like, ooh, this is like, this is really cool pull out here that like physically Jake is changed from this suppressed emotion. Like he's like, emotionally he's not acting himself, he's not being himself, and it shows physically. And I was like, that's a really interesting application Mm -hmm. in the real world when you are suppressing who you are to fit a mold, or to think that you're changing for the better? When it's like, dude, you have to like own some this part of you, like, and and it's not bad. It's a thing that you can balance or work on or practice. But that emotional suppression can actually cause like physical, and I wouldn't say ailments, but yeah, physical change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I,
1: I think that's super interesting, and I'm glad you said it that way because it kind of fits along with uh, that. Like, getting through trauma and, and and dealing with your own things that I was thinking through the whole episode of, and it, and it doesn't work this fast. Nobody thinks that you can just, like, in a span of 10 minutes, like, get through your all of your emotional, uh, you know, yeah. issues that you have going on. But when he did finally get over himself, for lack of a better term, he popped right back up and he was...
0: Ready to rumble. Mm-hmm.
1: Normal Jake again.
0: Yeah. When well, he's done that too. Remember like, was it Witch's Garden where he's like, I learned my lesson. No, I didn't. And he just pops back up and just keeps yeah. doing his normal thing. So who, who even knows like if he truly learned a lesson or not except for the fact that he's okay with with punching people again. So actually, I wanted to ask you too on this episode specifically, what was your tops of this episode? Like, there's a lot. There was like kind of, I would say like three little Jake and his dad the tough guy competition and then like the crystal kind of stories within this one and wanted to know if anything stood out to you as a tops.
1: Uh, I, I think just, it has to be, and I've been scrounging my brain cause I don't want it to be for some reason, but the, the tough guy competition, like that's just them doing their thing. Like, and it's not, it's not, uh, toxic in any way. It's just them having fun
0: I say, Ed, you got a house full of brothers. You, oh, yeah. you know about tough guy competitions. We,
1: I mean, when we were left to our own devices at home, we would set up couch cushions in the shape of a gladiator arena and just beat each other with sticks. Like, that's how having yeah. three younger brothers goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you would win.
0: All the time,
1: I was normally the moderator because I was I was <laughs> so much bigger than much my two, two younger
0: brothers. <laughs> and, I was just watching them be the out I was, of each other.
1: I was just playing Caesar, and I was like, "You will fight for
0: my gratification." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. This is a true story. It happened more than once. <laughs> Michael was so much of, of the tough guy that he's like, "I don't even do these plebeian tasks anymore. <laughs> I moderate the tough guy competitions." The
1: The alpha complex that gets in your head is the oldest for no reason. And now it's funny, like uh, my second youngest brother is significantly taller than any of us. And uh, my youngest brother is on his way to be the most athletic
0: and biggest of all of us. Doesn't doesn't matter though. You've already established oh, the it, alpha it'll complex.
1: It'll never matter. Yeah. Like yeah, they're all, it's still so good, two for flinching. All good to Long. go. You're yeah.
0: all your ultimate. T- you you won that competition by being firstborn, right? <laughs> like you don't have to worry about tough guys.
1: I worked so hard
0: for that too. <laughs> I had to beat up so many five year olds for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I had I had tops of the episode, and this was a subtle one. But the music in this episode was great. Two moments specifically, they did the transition of Jake falling asleep and then like and Finn wake or Finn falling asleep and waking up. Jake stayed up all night. It looked like, but they had this really very calming and like very almost non-cartoony acoustic little transfer. So if you guys watched the episode already, go back and just watch that like thirty-second clip. It's great. I was like, this is really good music. And then they end the episode on a freaking. K-pop song. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, them and tree trunks all hold hands yeah. and fly out of the crystal dimension and it's like, and I was like, this is awesome. Like, totally random K-pop song. So, that that was my tops of the episode was just the way they they incorporated uh, very unique music
1: in this I one. That. I love that. I
0: tops. This show is, uh,
1: it's refreshing musically. It's, yeah, it's honestly, it like, there's, there's no stakes with any of the music and it just gets me back to like, even reminding myself that it's it's not so serious. I, I remember making the first episode and just being like, it, it probably took me 15 minutes to make our intro. Just, I was like, this, this, just slap some stuff down and just improvise it. Don't yeah. think it too seriously. And it's timeless,
0: you know. know? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's going down in history, man. Come Literally, on. Literally, we're 40 episodes in. I'm just going <laughs> to keep making up new numbers. <laughs> we're 106 episodes in right now. You guys is, have no idea. This is bananas. Oh man! Well, on as we as we go to the last little segment of the podcast here and talk about deep life lessons, uh, I had I wanted to see if you. Uh, I mean, we talked about some deep stuff already. I was like, "Dang, we kind of knocked out that deep mm. stuff." But like, what what stood out to you as like the big one? I mean, big one for me was the father issues and misconstruing. We already talked about that, mm-hmm. but um, but wanted to see if you if you had anything different or anything specific there. Uh, and it,
1: without going over what we've already talked about, it's kind of difficult to come up with another lesson because I think my lesson originally just encompassed like go to therapy and work through stuff that is changing your physical and mental mm-hmm. demeanor. Um, I'll I'll just steal Russell's. Yeah, I, uh, you know,
0: yeah, hit us with Russell's man. Being a tough boy is overrated. Being a tough boy is overrated. It's kind of true. Everybody wants everybody wants those soft guys now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're like, I don't know if I agree with that. One. No, it's like uh,
1: your body tells you to work out and society tells you to not, <laughs>
0: <laughs> depending on what society you're looking at these days. <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, so so mine fits maybe like in the middle of those or in oh. the middle of those two concepts of like, you know, tough guys are overrated. I I said you have to alter the methods in which you deal with people based on who they are. like. Because Finn hurt Jake, it was accidental. That doesn't mean, like, he's going to hurt everybody. But maybe when he's getting tough and when he's using stretchy powers, you know, that he should tone it down a little bit when he's with Finn. And I think he does. Like, he he kind of learns that later on. You see them, you know. Actually, there's this great episode down the road when Finn and Jake, like, truly start fighting each other. It's the episode where they're trying to fight the farm. Um And they just get into this massive, huge fight. And basically, by the end of it, Jake really hurts Finn like, really bad. uh, Like, and on purpose. So, but uh, the lesson behind that kind of being that we we can do that with our friends, too. Like, that's the hard part is when, you know, defending yourself emotionally. um, When you're doing with a stranger that's coming at you, being aggressive, being an evil person... Like you, you don't care what you do to them emotionally. Like you could tear, tear them to shreds. I'm not saying go out there and like online bully people or anything, mm-hmm. but like be defensive. Be like, but if you know, if me and you or me and Russell got into some sort of argument, like I know you so well, like I have the ability to like know what gets to the core of you and crush mm-hmm. you, you know. But you have to learn how to like hone that in. Like you say, don't swing the pendulum. Don't Mm -hmm. be like a wiener and don't, you know, just be like, oh yeah, walk all over me, but don't swing to the other side and completely obliterate that person. Mm -hmm. You know, that goes for all relationships, marriages, dating relationships, friendships. Like, find that pendulum on how to resolve issues and how to fight helpfully without massively crushing each other under each other's like, your quote-unquote stretchy powers being... I can tear you emotionally to shreds yeah. if I wanted or so, you know something, something like that. I don't know that's that's long-winded. I no. didn't know how to phrase that, right? No, and that, you know? that that's that's why it's hard to be vulnerable with yeah. people. Yeah. Um it's Cause, hard to because you're giving them like cannon fodder mm-hmm. if they were to be that type of aggressive person. Mm-hmm. Um I think part of life is finding out, you
1: know, who will burn you that way and it I think it happens to everyone and it makes it harder for the next time but your, your best friends in life will know pretty much everything about you and hopefully they hold you accountable for the things you don't like about yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. And a good way to put it too, for sure. And don't eat crystal gem apples. Either. Don't, yeah. They're not worth it. You'll break your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I, I can't ever watch these episodes and look at that apple and be like, yeah. she, she takes a bite out of it. Oh, shoot, man. Totally like, forgot to mention like the error in this show. Uh, and then maybe we can. This is a good place to to kind of cap off the podcast. There's mm-hmm. like in the first season, tree trunks takes a bite out of the crystal apple, but then when they kick her in the stomach, the whole thing is there. Like it's not just the one bite,
1: you know? Oh, I love attention to detail and like that. That's that's why this podcast is important. Like it's not we're not nitpicking the show, but like those are the things to notice because the show deserves it. Yeah, like all. Every detail, um, just like with some words, have a lot of meaning, and some words have next to none. Um, it's kind of up to us to do the homework there. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and well, now I got to think out there in the universe, there was obviously a half-eaten crystal gem apple out there in the woods that nobody touched anymore. Do you think does it could that, have, like, does that live magically re Oh, yeah. I guess if it, if it came, yeah, if she got transported to the dimension, maybe the rest of the apple, like, whoosh, mm-hmm. like, went back and you know, it's still like the one legendary apple or something like that. But she
1: coughed up the apple. Yeah. And all I'm going to say is when's that thing going to come back around? Because they just happily walked through the portal that it made and they're going home. That apple
0: still exists. Yeah. No, it's like, (laughs) that's what I was thinking is like, did anybody close? Like, how is that portal going to get closed? Who is in possession of the crystal gem apple? Like, beauty of this cartoon
1: is it does have
0: like while it is canon,
1: um, there are certain things that just get, you know, up for they, they get Family Guide. You know, they just yeah. Left. Oh, you can't, you
0: can't give it that. Like, no, I'm not comparing
1: because, it to the. But it's,
0: it's awesome though because that does mean when we're only on season two right now. Like by season nine, you're like the. Like I was watching the finale a few years ago when it first came out, and I was like, "Bro, like anything could happen. They could bring in. They've got so much stuff, and they've done such a good job of bringing in stuff from the first couple of seasons into the later seasons. I was like, it's it's a limitless possibility, mm-hmm. which is why this like stuff in the show. When little things come up, you have to have that moment of like, oh, it, it came up again. This is amazing. But man, this was a fun. This was fun, man. I this feel was. like we 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 pulled more out of this one than we. Than I expected. Yeah, the episode when I was watching it
1: earlier, I was like, this one's so bad, so fast. I had to watch it again to get yeah. more notes on it. But it, it's been fun to talk about. And there, there was definitely plenty of of not tangents to go down.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, well, we, that's what we, we miss Russell. We miss Russell and his tangents too. Yeah. Bring us for good content. But thank you guys again. You guys have been killing it. Oh my gosh, keep sharing TikToks or liking TikToks, commenting on TikToks. We have gotten so much good engagement from you guys there. And brought a lot of new like fans and listeners mm. f- to the podcast through TikTok. So that's that's been major. But again, do everything like possible. Listen to us on Spotify. Like us, review us on Apple Podcasts if you want. Uh Mike hit us with the what do you call them? The tags if you have them listed. Yeah. Uh
1: Instagram is Neverending adventure podcast. TikTok is never ending adventure cast. Twitter is N-E-A underscore podcast. And our email is nea.travelers log at gmail.com. Mm. Party forever, friends. Just love
0: it when you say that. just sounds so good. Sounds so good. Just sounds delicious. Well, thank you to you guys. We love with you. Love you guys.
1: Apple pie in the oven. Tell me you taste the lovin'. We're hugging and bumping. This podcast is thumpin'. Like two butts a-rumpin' or two angels are hummin Fly as Tom Petty we learnin'. Till we die like Vader, we burnin'.